everybody. Hello, hello. Um, welcome to this beautiful live streaming uh, in this amazing uh, platform, Alatra TV. And um, as you know, this is part of the Creative Society platform, right? And this broadcast is just to give us opportunities to be, come and to come together for, um, for a union and for really um, building a creative society that brings us all together for something completely different, right? Where the people can absolutely come together with thinking process, with emotions, with projects and so on to be able to build an incredible society better than the one that we have today. Um, for those of you who don't know me, I'm Carla Trigo. I am a co-host today, uh, well, the host actually with this uh, beautiful uh, interview that I have uh, with Tony Ann. And um, before that, I wanna just let you know that um, for those of you who you're not familiar with Alatra United, right? You can go always to the, um, to the website and you will see the incredible job that they are doing worldwide, right? Putting together more than 180 something countries together to come with a, um, a thinking process to bring better solutions for our, our society in a very creative way. So we have um, a lovely uh, person with me. Her name is Tony Ann. She is in the United States, in Staten Island, close to uh, New York. Hello, Tony Ann. Hello. <laughs> um, she is a certified Reiki practitioner, mm -hmm. a wellness advocate. She is focusing really in health and wellness and gives incredible um, tips and education about how we can live our lives uh, with less, less toxics, more connecting with ourselves, um, and bring that awareness about health, wellness, in and out, right? She's a writer and incredible artist as well. So um, I wanted just to start asking you, first of all, to welcome you, and also to ask you, uh, a little bit more about yourself, right? Um, what is your most personal inspiration that you have when you are talking with people, when you're offering yourself into the world? Um, and what is the passion behind it? Well, thank you very much for having me here today. I'm super excited to be here. Basically what led me to holistic health was that um, I was born with severe scoliosis and I had surgery to fix it probably about almost 35 years ago now. And it was very new at the time that I had it. And um, they didn't know the long-term effects, but the long-term effects were kind of almost worse than the problem itself. So later in life, I started to experience constant chronic pain from my back. And I would go to orthopedic surgeons, doctors, pain management, and they'd put me on all kinds of medication, um, opioids for the most part, and they didn't fix the problem. You know, you take them, you'd feel out of it. So you didn't really feel much pain, but you didn't feel like you were really living life. And as soon as they wore off, you were back in pain. So I started to explore natural ways of dealing with that. And I found it so much more effective. And there were no side effects from that. None of the brain fog, none of the exhaustion, none of um, stomach problems sometimes that happen from taking all of that. 
and it just was so much better. And it just led me down the path of exploring more and more. Well, if it works for this, what else can it work for? So, so what can you share with us or with uh, with the audience as well? Which are those beautiful tools that you started to use and that that brought you into the awareness about wow, there is something else here that can be used? Well, first I went to an acupuncturist, mm -hmm. and she started to introduce me to Chinese medicine, and um, then I started to look into natural supplements. And that's what led me to doTERRA. I actually started um, Lifelong Vitality, their vitamins. And then I started a whole bunch of um, natural anti-inflammatories, um, turmeric, uh, copaiba, the oils and the supplements. And then I started a whole essential oil routine, a whole supplement routine. Um, I also found that weight management was important in helping with my back as well, with my back problems. There's like a certain weight I have to remain at before mm -hmm. you know, I start to feel worse. So in this case, how these natural approaches, as, as you mentioned, aromatherapy can really help? Why, why is that possible? Why is it possible that it helps? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, because they're natural anti-inflammatories and they are um, like, for example, lavender, it is just something that soothes and calms. And when you have a lot of pain, I mean, that's the first thing to go to. It's a very, um, turmeric is great for joint inflammation and arthritis. Mm -hmm. I put that on all the time, a mix of copaiba and um, a carrier oil right on my joints that hurt. I have a lot of arthritis from the surgery and it helps immediately. That's fantastic. I think that a lot of people um, that look at us, right, they are a little bit, um, you know, I don't think that they had uh, experiences with um, aromatherapy in levels that can really restore health in and out, right? Sure. Um, and I think it's crucial to to put that in insights because we have many great tools, I think, right, and we can use it. And in this case, it seems like helped, right, yourself? Oh. Tremendously, yes. And, and nobody's going to tell you about it. Like when you go to the regular doctor, they're not going to tell you about it. Yeah, right. They don't want to talk about natural health. They only want to talk about medication. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think uh, it's a shift, the, the way that we need to approach things differently from now on, right? Mm -hmm. I think our, our, um, uh, our people, right, have created a beautiful collage that I think that um, they're going to show it. Um, and if you can uh, really share a little bit about who these people are, um, this beautiful picture that is here and tell us more about your story. Okay, um, the top one is my son, Vincent. Mm -hmm. And the next one is my beautiful daughter, Victoria. So tell us about, uh, about them. Well, how old are, how are they? 12. Um, he's in middle school. He's in seventh grade. Um, right now, they're all uh, home with me, remote schooling. Uh, his school isn't open at all. Um, my daughter is a senior in high school. She'll be going to college next year. What she wants to study? Um, business. She wants to go into marketing. Mm -hmm. Phenomenal. She wants to own her own company. Very ambitious. I love it. <laughs> Right, so I'm sure she can do it. <laughs> and that's my husband. Uh, we've been married 23 years. 
Mm. <laughs> that's awesome. And the, the last painting is one that I did. That's a self-portrait. Mm -hmm. Well, we said before that she is an artist, right? And she's writing. So you can see some of her, of her picture. I mean, one of the, the pictures, right? The art, artistic thing that she does it. So, okay. So one of the things that I wanted to ask you as well is um, which kind of environment do you feel that is needed, right? And conditions that has to be created in order to, um, to, to bring people together. Um, to create that kind of society that is built um, in soul, you know, connection. What is the feeling? What is the environment that you think and the conditions that is needed to create that kind of society? Well, I think we have to learn how to talk to each other again. Um, you know, I think the past few years, everything has become very... Um, very black and white in a way. A lot of people pitted against each other, like people on one side of, you know, with their opinions and then these people on the other, and they're kind of like fighting. And, you know, there's no collaboration anymore. It's like, you know, you're either absolutely right or absolutely wrong. And I think that's not the way we have to approach it. It has to be some collaboration, some compromise. You know, nobody's ever completely wrong or right. And you have to see things from other people's perspectives. You have to give them a chance. I think we agree on much more than we disagree if we mm. are willing to hear each other out. Yes. Well, that's a, a huge uh, approach, right, to communicate differently. And and this is one of the key points as well that Alatra United and the Creative Society has in mind, right, is like to bring communities together to overcome the difficulties of communication and and to bring a society that is less violent violent right and and less systems of consumism and just to create a more collaboration between human beings all over the world so i think is is super important as well the way how you see it right in the way to promote more collaboration more communication Mm -hmm. um and so on so i wanted to ask you um how do you envision people living um with more prosperity together in this earth how do you envision that what is the things that you need or they, or they have to change really um to see that um in in this world i think that people have to realize we're all connected we're all connected to each other we're all connected to the planet nothing happens on its own. You know, everything that we do affects everything else. And we have to be mindful of that connection. We have to be aware of it. We have to, you know, take care of our world because this is what we have. We have the world and we have each other and we're all part in this together, whether or not we realize that which I think a lot of people don't right now. Mm -hmm. no, you're right. So which values and principles do you feel that is crucial right now to start establishing? Well, I think that sometimes, you know, things need to be made a little bit easier for people, um, you know, to start living a more natural lifestyle. Sometimes things are that are better for you is so much more expensive. And I think that's one of the things we've got to address too. You know, you want to go and, and try natural health care. You want to go and seek alternatives um, like going to uh, an acupuncturist or natural medicine. And it could be expensive. It's not covered by insurance. 
And that could be off-putting to some people, especially if they're just starting out to explore it. They think, oh, you know, they mm -hmm. get discouraged right away from that. And the same with um, environmentally friendly things. I think people get put off by that right away. They think of it as too much work, you know, and they, they're not realizing that in the long run, there are so many more benefits. Yeah, I mean, um, that's that's very interesting what you're saying because like nine years ago, um, Alatra United, right, and Creative Society, they started to put together or ask people worldwide, what were the core values of the things that has to be, I mean, addressed or the things that they need to really um, come in a different way. And no matter where the, I mean, the, the questions were shooting, right, all over the world, the people came with the same things, not only love that we need to, but they came with um, very interesting um, principles and values that they are part, you know, part of what the humankind are looking for, right, to connect differently and to build this society differently. So. Um, I want as well to ask you, um, as you as a professional that is connected with health and wellness, how do you envision as well the health-wise, right, in this new approach of building a society that's completely different? I think that what we're doing now is important, just getting the information out there. I think if more people knew that there were other alternatives, that would change things for sure. I mean, like I said, you know, you go to the doctor, they don't tell you about these things. They tell you about traditional medicine, medication, surgeries. They're not talking about natural health. So you kind of have to go out on your own and look for it. But I think if it was put out there more, if people knew more about it, then that would definitely be an improvement. You know, instead of having, if it was easy, more accessible. Mm hmm so I think our our um, our support team uh, has as well the um, the principles that um, that came together. So we wanted to to see which one of those are connected with your core as well. So maybe you can put it in the in the TV. I think um, in a second. I think it's uh, it's proper. Um, yes. And as you see here, there are eight foundations of creative society. This is what I said that they come with eight main core, right? That they're all built uh, for a purpose, right? So right. They, they decided that human life is one of them, human freedom as well, the human safety, right? Transparency, the creative ideology, not to be condemned for, you know, whatever ideas or opinions that you have. Um, to develop a personality, um, justice for sure, right? And equality. Mm -hmm and self-governing society. This is like a people from all over the world came with the same idea of if we are just creating awareness about these eight principles and foundations, right? We can create a society that's completely different. So which one of those do you feel that is important for you to take in consideration? Just like this, I mean, like, you see them most important? Yeah, I mean, it could be all, but you have to decide right now. Decide. Um, I think human safety. Human safety. Mm -hmm. yeah. So yeah, I mean, I think it, like this states here, right? Like no one mm -hmm. and nothing in society has a right to create threats, right, uh, to the life and freedom of a human. Mm -hmm. um, this is 
incredibly important for me as well in the way that the essential life necessities, right? What is including food and housing and medical care. And this is coming back again to your uh, profession and your insights, right? That, um, for example, give us a little bit of insights about in the United States, how the medical care is and how these have to be changed as well for a better understanding of the rights that we do have as a human beings, right? What do you feel? About how the medical care industry? Yeah, and yeah. how can be changed with, under your perspective of bringing different approaches? Oh, there's so many changes. I, I think that, um, I think there's a real impersonal touch now to the medical industry. It's, you know, you go to the doctor and they don't really know you and they don't really care to know you or to hear your story. And they just kind of slap a prescription on the table and it's, it's not very helpful. And I think that people aren't given other options. Um, it's very hard to get other options. You know, natural healthcare is not covered by medical insurance and at least not most of them. And that's an issue. Uh, the fact that people there are still people who can't get medical insurance is beyond me. I don't understand why it's not free for everyone. That's just ridiculous. And especially in the United States, there's no reason why we can't have a universal healthcare system that allows people access, equal access to all the healthcare that they need. Um, there's, there's no reason why that can't be here. And I think that natural healthcare needs to be added into that. I mean, Right now we're treating symptoms. We're not doing anything that is like proactive to prevent anything. Mm. You go to the doctor because you already feel sick, but what if you were encouraged to create a lifestyle where you didn't get sick? That's a great point. So <laughs> can you share with the audience what are the, at least, I don't know, two or three points that you feel that is has to be um, in that way of thinking of prevention, what is the thing okay. that you take in consideration when you see your clients or you see a person? Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, it's gotta be about nutrition. Definitely. Um, it, you know, supplements that go along with that, um, exercise, healthy living in general, but I think that's mental as well as physical, you know, and I think you've got to really think about your mindset because that is ultra important to your health, um, especially when you deal with pain management, like I have for most of my life. You know, the mindset plays a big role in that meditation, grounding, kind of going with the flow instead of uh, fighting against it all the time. That's a great point. Instead yeah. of fighting, embrace it, right? And, yeah. and create solutions. I think as well that um, you are an advocate for eco-minded, right? Um, solutions. And um, you help ladies as well to bring that awareness into the houses, how to live um, with the house or with our homes free from toxics, right? And toxins that really create some balancing in our body, but as well environmental impact, right? Um, do you mind to share with us a little bit more about that? Um, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I've, um, over the past 10 years, made a lot of switches. You, you don't realize how much waste you create on a daily basis. Um, now I use, a, I use a microfiber makeup remover cloths that you can wash instead of those mm -hmm. makeup removers that you flush down the toilet. Um, I use... Um, I don't use candles anymore. People don't realize how many chemicals 
are in those scented candles. They smell lovely, but they are not good for you. They are loaded with so much and um, chemicals that some of them that even are cancer causing chemicals. And then you'd be breathing that in daily with you know your children, your pets. It's, it's not healthy. And um, you know you also when you think about the chemicals you use to clean your house, uh, you know if you ingest them, they're poison. Do do you want to be cleaning your house with poison? Mm. Yeah, yeah. I think that people are not aware about those things, yeah. right? I think that the bleach you can use it and everything, and mm -hmm. and it's not dangerous or it's not harmful. So how how do you visualize again these through an educational projects or you know bring that awareness as you are an advocate for you know in education and bring those? How do you think that this society has to bring these beautiful i mean insights into our daily basis in their homes in them with as mothers right right yeah of course i think it's just a matter of reaching out and teaching people about it i think a lot more people would be open to it if they just knew and mm -hmm. um you know you got to give people the tools to do it for themselves and it's cheaper in the long run too. I mean, you know, when you talk about a lot of these things, it's like, it's it's better for you, it's better for the environment, it's it's more cost effective. It's a win-win all the way around. So um, that's curious because one of the things that uh, people are asking is and more in this COVID situation, mm -hmm. right? Um, this is a protection, this is the cleaning and, um, and sometimes uh, they don't know what are the alternatives that we have to to those aspects. Um, can you mention some of them that can really help to start bringing into the awareness something different to create that society that is more creative and proactive instead to be reactive and to and to create symptomatologies instead to be you know um, building something different. You're asking me about COVID. No, what I ask you, what alternatives, right, you can use or you're using right now to bring the eco-minded into, into practice and to, and that if we are educating in, in this small things, right, in our houses, on our homes, that can expand to a society that is less toxic, sure. um, more in tune with the uh, environment, more bio, right, and more eco as well. So what is your daily uses or what is the things that the people oh. are going to start thinking about it? Right. Um, I create all my own cleaners for the most part. Um, and it's really mostly white vinegar distilled water and essential oils. Perfectly safe, perfectly natural, nothing harmful in there to yourself, to the environment, none of those chemicals. And, you know, refillable bottles. So you're not creating the waste as well. And um, you're not spraying God knows what into your house, like all the Lysol, you know, all these cleaners now that you see around and not good. You know, I make my own hand sanitizer. I make my own soap. I make my own shampoo. All of it's made from perfectly natural ingredients, perfectly safe. And know, right. Of course, it's the best thing. It cuts down on waste. It, you know, we don't need to be surrounded by all these chemicals to be to create a clean and safe home. We don't need them. We've been told we need them, but we don't. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Um, 
I think that people need more education about that, right? Because if we're we're going to those supermarkets and we see um, thousands of thousands of products that are really um, quite dangerous, right? So absolutely. Mm-hmm. So and what dangerous to yeah. us and the environment themselves, especially like those flushable. Um, the wipes that you used to clean, like people use those cleaning wipes and then they flush them down the toilet. And those are not necessarily biodegradable. So you're creating huge amounts of waste that's just further polluting the the world. And, you know, and they're just harmful chemicals. Mm, interesting. Um, well, not only that, I think um, as well, we the contamination, right? And the toxins from the environment is, super uh, crucial to pay attention but as well will impact the how we live in this in this world so and that's why this platform right like uh, the creative society as well they're coming together to really bring uh beautiful solutions and there are people um, doing uh, fantastic uh, um, roundtables discussions and putting together their own insights professions to really bring solutions to the situation that we're living in um, to create something different. Um, one of the things that um, they ask in the way that is because we want more expansion as well is what they call the six cents shakes, but it's more about connectivity. So if you feel that someone can really help, um, you can bring into that platform as well to, to connect. Um, you can nominate always a person. So if you have in mind someone, um, just let us know, right? Sure. Or just let us, Christina as well knows. Um, and uh, that would be more than happy to, to be here. So um, my last question before we leave is, um, okay, I'm just having here, yeah. Um, my last question to be, because your work is really um, bringing that awareness, right? And a wellness advocate is a person that is really active. It's, it's a person that really is connecting people to bring solutions as well. Um, what was what will be your message, your core message to people that are um, a little bit close in this field or people that desire to start, but they don't know how to bring uh, solutions to their homes? people that are suffering from pain as you had suffered, right? And they, because of the pain, so they are stuck, they are completely um, without hope, maybe without vision, right? And what is the message that you will give and will give them to them? And as well, um, what is the, the main the main first steps is steps for a person to, to start as well? Well, you have to reach out. You have to look out there because there are other alternatives. And that's one of the things that I offer people when they come to me are the alternatives. I mean, I understand chronic pain and I understand how it can be helped. I mean, it's not going to be completely healed, but definitely how it could be managed and helped much more effectively. And the information is out there and there are people who are willing to teach. And I'm willing, obviously, to help people along that route. And it's small steps, you know, it doesn't have to be overwhelming. You don't have to be like, oh, you know, the, you mm-hmm. start little by little, small steps of changing the way you live. And you'll see, even from those small things, big changes. Yep, 
I think it's more like you say, the small changes is the, the the first steps to move right and to create that dynamics and sure because and, when you see how well everything works, you want to go farther. You take one small step and then you start to feel better and you think, well, if this worked, mm -hmm. what else will work? <laughs> so what are the things where the people come find you and what are the things that you are working on right now that you can share with the people before we close? Okay, I am on Instagram, I'm on Facebook, I am on LinkedIn, all under my name, Tony Studio. I also have a Facebook group that was just opened yesterday called mm -hmm. Nellum, A Journey Towards Wellness, that is open to all women. Um, so those are ways you can find me. I am working on creating my Facebook group, of course, uh, workshops, classes. Um, I'm also doing a lot of uh, writing. I'm, I'm trying to create a book of poetry that I hope to get published and I'm working on a novel as well. Mm, phenomenal. So that's amazing, <laughs> right? So if a people has a war, right, that's the, the starting point where, where we all can create a better society where uh, people come together and share their insights about how we can create and how we can build things different. Um, so uh, yes, so people, um, as I said before, Alatra United has an incredible impact worldwide. They have incredible as well um, social projects and they're coming together with around, um, around tables to bring solutions, right? And I think this platform gives um, you as well the opportunity to um, to be worldwide when, the, when more than 180 people, I mean, countries can see um, who is Tony Ann in this case and how incredible things she's, she's doing to bring the awareness about health, wellness, and alternative medicine for the problems that this society has. And uh, I'm sure that she's going to create that ripple effect of um, inner beauty and health choices that are more connecting with our core and creativity as well, bring solutions to this world. So I just ha have to say thank you very much for being to us today. Uh, anything that you wanna say before we leave? I am just, I feel very blessed to be here and to be able to reach out and talk to so many people. Um, you know, people think of 2020, they say, oh, is a nightmare, but to me, I feel like it kind of opened doors in so many ways now that we're stuck online. You know, I've, I've spoken to people all over the world, and that's a truly beautiful thing. The more connection we have, the better. Always, yeah, from the heart, I think yeah. is another point, right? Um, so beautiful people, if you want more uh, connection, I mean, more information about Creative Society, what it that means exactly, the Alatra United. So always you can go to their website. Um, here is the information. As you see, it's an organization that have incredible uh, support worldwide um, and is to give absolutely solutions. And they're working in different languages as well, right? And it's an international um, project where us, we can create that society because it's all about us, the human being, right? So thank you very much. I'm highly appreciated and I hope to see you again around. So thank you as well to Creative Society and Electrogenes for giving us the opportunity 
to be in this beautiful platform. So I'm very grateful for that. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Blessings. Blessings. <laughs> ciao, ciao. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.